everyone and welcome to the final charity stream for GameSpot's Play For All event. It has been six weeks and we have had a lot of fun, we've had a lot of incredible guests and more importantly we've raised money for two very good causes. That's not to say that the donation links will be closing. Um, you please keep donating, we'll keep them open as long as we can. Uh, but we decided to just have this final stream, um, just us, just GameSpot and chat about the last six weeks and we thought we'd do it under the guise of our podcast, GameSpot After Dark. So it's GameSpot After Dark Live. We're just going to be chatting about Play For All. Joining me today. So we have Tamo Hussein. Hey. Michael Hyam. What a do. Kurt Indivina. Greetings. Jacob Decker. This isn't officially episode 50, but it's yeah, kind of episode way. 50. 49.1. <laughs> 49.5, maybe. And Vicencio. Oh, hello everyone. Um, I come well, six weeks, six of us, uh, but more importantly, we have a special seventh guest. This is like Paul Rudd in Friends, the seventh friend. We've got Eric Tay, the voice of God. (laughs) Tay, say hi. Hello, hello. This works. Hi. Undone. Daddy Tay, the MVP. There he is. The MVP. So, the true MVP. <laughs> yeah, basically, Play for All could not happen without Tay. Uh, he's been on every stream, troubleshooting, and like just because Sod's Law, even the last charity stream today, he was having to do mad pivots at the 11th hour, or should I say the 11th, 59th hour, uh, <laughs> moving quickly from Discord to Zoom. Uh, and so, his insight into how this whole event and how we managed to pull it off is completely, you know, it's necessary. He, he's been involved in everything. So he is involved too. Uh, our charity links are still open. They're both on the screen right now. So we've got Black Lives Matter, uh, bit.ly slash gs-blm and uh, direct relief. So bit.ly slash gs-covid, money going to two incredible causes. Um, but first, let's just chat about the highlights of uh, what we've been doing the last six weeks. So this will be encompassing not only the charity streams, but of course, press conferences we've covered, games we've got to play, um, interviews that we've done. So Chassie, I'm gonna come to you first. What have been your highlights of the last six weeks? Ah, there's been so many, but we did a lot of really great charity streams and just the outpouring of support from the community has been so lovely. Um, I just want to shout out to people who've been donating, especially those who've donated multiple times on multiple charity streams. Um, We love you guys. Thank you so much for everything you've done. Um, But yeah, we had a lot of great guests and a lot of good energy and just like, it was nice to team up with some friends of GameSpot to just hang out and um, raise money for a good cause. So I want to shout out everyone that's um, been a guest on Play For All for sure. Um, But I I put together a few fun ones and um, my favorites were, um, I mean, this is just a little selfish, but the movie trivia was super fun and I really liked putting that together and I got really into it. I stayed up way too late putting uh, together questions and zooming in on movie posters and that was a lot of fun. And uh, thanks to Jack Patillo for joining us for that last one, Uh, going head to head with Lucy and Lucy beating him by like uh, six points, I think. Uh, great job, Lucy. It's Lucy, you were my seriously impressive. <laughs> Thank you. With the I, movie yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you used the word impressive and yes. not weird. Cause... No, that impresses me. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it was really good. Um, also, I had a lot of fun with Naomi Kyle, and she did some face painting with Rob, and that was hilarious. They both like tried to 
paint the adventure symbol and uh, it looked like there was a poop on Rob's face. It was, it was <laughs> Rob a good time. sang the Spice Girls. Rob sang the Spice Girls and that was also a highlight for me. Uh, he had a deep cut. He was, his favorite Spice Girls song was To Become One. And so Naomi's like, I don't remember that one. So he started singing oh. it and I sang with him. Oh man, what a time. But yeah, that was, that was a good one. Um, yeah, a lot of good charity streams. Uh, and I think for me, at least, your interview with Alex uh, the interview with Alex Garland, like you threw that together and that was managed fun. to make that happen. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about how we got him involved? Yeah, um, Alex Garland in front of GameSpot now. <laughs> we worked with him a couple times now. Alex Garland, if you're not familiar with him, has um, he was the creator, director behind movies such as Annihilation and Ex Machina and the show Devs that's on FX on Hulu. Um, he's such a amazing creative mind and it was really cool to get him involved so um we had worked with um fx on devs promotion when devs came out this year so um we reached out to them and just asked if alex would be down to do some charity stuff and and he was so like he he loves talking about video games too so i think he just really loves any opportunity to talk with people about video games so he was completely down to do it and it turns out he has played more hours in Animal Crossing than I have, which is seriously impressive. And um, he even made a flag of his daughter's face and not using any kind of app or anything to like mimic the picture. He just did it by hand. And oh I was God. like, wow, the dedication. <laughs> but no, he's great. Uh, that was such a fun interview. Awesome. Before we move on to kind of like the games and announcements and such from Play For All uh, that have been announced during Play For All, let's, let's just continue on with stream highlights and what people have enjoyed doing so Kurt what have you loved doing oh dear I well uh, I had the ridiculous uh, the honor to sit in uh, with Tam with the brilliant minds of Remedy uh, even though I was for the most part silent and dumbfounded but uh, most importantly I turned into a monster halfway through my voice my microphone uh, dipped out and I became <laughs> I sound like a large giant creature man and nobody told me somebody tried to tell me but they couldn't tell me but still that's like that's a personal thing sitting among those dudes and being able to sit in with those cats was it's like hard to comprehend especially because max Payne was like my favorite game of all time for the longest time and i used to like emulate and think about that game all the time and then just sitting there not in the same room but in the same virtual room as sam lake was stupid for me i it was incredible that was amazing. All three of those cats were just so brilliant. That was amazing. Also, yeah, that's really about it. I, f I feel like there's also just watching the Red Dead stream, not being a part of it, but just watching that stream was yeah. one of the most amazing moments of this entire past six weeks. Jake and I have both, like, we, we kind of threw a, a list together of, uh, you know, highlights and Jake and I, both being on that stream, have both uh, written about it and both wanted to shout out to Jake. Let's talk a little bit about Red Dead, man. Yeah, that was like, I, it was it was almost a dream. Come, I mean, it was pretty much a dream come true. Like just sitting there and playing Red Dead with those guys and hearing, uh, you know, Roger Clark or Arthur Morgan, like being like, let's ride, Jake. Let's ride, Lucy, and stuff <laughs> like that was just like absolutely blowing my mind. Or like uh, uh, the Dutch's voice actor was like, I know this whole map like the back of my hand. I don't yeah. need a map. And we're following him from like town to town. And, he's, and he did, man. Like he yeah. has incredible map knowledge. <laughs> like every time I'd open the map, he'd be like, oh yeah, I don't need that. And I'm like, I know I do though. And I claim to be a fan. <laughs> but that was unreal. That, that was 
so Even, unreal. Yeah, we got so many like great donations too, and it was really good to see that. Like, like there was a bunch of Rockstar and Red Dead fans in the chat too that were donating and even some who'd like join our game and show up occasionally, you know, mm-hmm. starting a little fight that we didn't need. But a lot of them <laughs> were just like, it was weird. It was like, we were like with celebrities in the game because like we'd go to a place and stop for a bit and all these characters would gather <laughs> around us and just watch and, uh, and we'd be like, I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> it was really surreal I think because we had a couple of zoom calls with them ahead of time to you know make sure that all the tech stuff was set up and that they were could get into uh discord okay and that you know we could all be in a posse together but the first time like you said when you hear them say your name but obviously they have they put on some affectation when they are voicing the characters but honestly like Roger Clark and Ben Byron Ben Davis and um Alex McKenna they all just sound like their characters. And so, you know, hearing hearing Dutch say, all right, Lucy, let's ride. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, yes, please. But yeah, and the community was so nice. And when they were leaving messages, it was kind of incredible to see the messages they were leaving. Like I have, I've had a really hard time, you know, someone died and I threw myself into Red Dead and that um, helped me. And so, you know, I'm donating money to give back. And there were so many messages like that. And I think out of all the streams that we've done, that was the one that really kind of, you know, the whole thing about Play For All is, you know, gaming can help people. And we've been raising money for two excellent causes, but at the same time, you kind of have that the more human one-on-one moments of just like the stories about how gaming does directly impact people emotionally. And so I think the Red Dead stream for me was the best illustration of that. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And also, yeah, we're yeah I, with them. I think like the friends of Gavin. <laughs> right at the beginning, like this guy showed up and was griefing us. And I was like, oh, it must be an O'Driscoll. And immediately Alex was like, I'll kill every last one of them O'Driscolls. And I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. <laughs> it was super cool. Uh, Tam, you've also done a lot of charity streams. What's been uh, your fave? Oh, so much of it. But during that Red Dead stream, I was very surprised to learn that Roger knows I exist. I was like- He loves I was He's like, great what? on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit, people are actually looking at the Twitter. I should actually, uh, now I'm very conscious of the fact that Roger is there potentially looking at my tweets. I'm just like, I need to behave myself. Can't think about that tomorrow. <laughs> can't can't make, think about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Arthur Morgan can't be mad at me. Wait, um, you could you could do your Arthur to Morgan tweet again. Arthur right? to Morgan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was like so much stuff that I really love. So I'm just going to kind of rattle through him. I think the first one I want to start with, like this is in no particular order. It's just highlights that came to my mind, like the last podcast streams that we did. Oh, that was that yeah. was unreal. Like, so the last podcast on the left that is a podcast that I'm a huge fan of. Lucy, I know, is a huge fan of um, and have been a fan of for a, a lot of years. So there was a period when I wasn't working in the industry. It was after my last job, I got made redundant. And there was stuff happening in the games industry that made me feel like, this isn't what get, this is not what I got into it for. Like this is it's turned into something that I don't like, and I was worried about. You know, it made me think about what would happen if this all fell apart. Would I still be able to do a normal job? So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go and do a normal job for a bit. And so I joined uh, London Underground, the transport service there, and I worked uh, a shift. I did a shift job, like early mornings, late nights, and 
standing in the cold, getting abused by uh, public members of the public, that kind of stuff. And I always listen to that podcast to get me through it every day. Like I was listening to it every single day and just, it's a true crime podcast. So that, that podcast and the team has been a huge part of my life for ages. And then at the start of this whole production, I remember it was like me, Lucy, Chastity, and we were just like, let's just ask people. Like the worst that can happen is they'll say no, but let's just like whoever we want, anyone that comes to mind, let's just try. And we didn't expect things, so many people to say yes. No, yeah. we expected most of We sent out a lot of emails and requests and we thought most of them are going to get shut down and we'll have a few in between that we can, you know, have in between our own uh, streams of playing games. And one of them was the last podcast crew. And I emailed them, I DM'd one of them on Twitter and it was an almost instant yes. And I remember sending Lucy a message as being like, Henry said yes. And like, that was our day done. Like we yeah. were freaking out. <laughs> and then, and then like Henry was like, Henry Zabrowski, who's like um, one of the cast members and incredibly funny guy and huge fan of his. And he was like, yes. And then we started an email chain to get it together. And he was well up for it all the time. And then he was like, let me get Marcus in. Marcus is another guy from the podcast. And then we got to talk to Marcus. And Marcus was like, I want to do my own stream. Like on my own. I want to play Dark Souls. And we were like, oh shit. He wants to not only do his own stream. He wants to do, be on another stream. That was, that was wild. And like Marcus played Dark Souls. And we just got to shoot the shit about playing Dark Souls. And his work and that kind of stuff. And then we did like an investigation game with both of them together. And it was just so much fun. It was like one of those really chill streams that was a lot of fun. Um, so that was a highlight. And then like there's others that like Jesus having him oh, on. Oh man, yeah. Like opening. that was such a good stream. Jesus was so good. It was incredible. Just, just it was another, captivating. Yeah, just another person that I'm a huge fan of as a Bloodborne streamer. And another one that I thought he probably won't. He probably won't. Like he's not going to do this for us. And he was so keen and he was so nice about it. And and like his stream was fascinating and his community came in and just dropped mm. donations like yeah. nonstop. And it was seeing our two communities kind of vibe and, and kind of like find that, you know, they have a lot in common. That was amazing. And that stream is still incredible. And then it was the same. My favorite moment from that stream though, I just want to shout out is when he was fighting Ludwig and he was like, hold on, I'm going to adjust the sound right now. <gasps> Mid fight brings up the pause menu, cranks up the music and then goes back and kills them. And I was it just was like, seeing their jaw open. What a amazing. It was, it was incredible. Um, and then like other people like Super Eye Patch Wolf is a, a YouTuber that does anime and pop culture that I really love. And I emailed him and, it was, it was like, this guy's not going to care. And he was like, oh, I love GameSpot. I've been following you guys forever. I'm a huge fan of yours. And I was like, what? This is mad. And then he came on and we played What Remains of Edith Finch for the first time. And you could see his mind racing and like see the way he, he's so thoughtful about the way he deconstructs and analyzes content. And you could see him doing it on the fly and enjoying the game. Um, that was amazing. And then we had RKG yesterday and... We played GeoGuessr and we started with a zero meter guess. And that's like the holy grail of GeoGuessr. And then we ended in Wales, which is Gav's home, you know, and it was, that was amazing. Um, and then we had Chris Bratt from uh, People Make Games all on, in the UK. He was amazing. He's actually in the chat now and he was like, great, great work. And they played a fun game, um, game trivia with Rob. That was ridiculous and fun it's the one trivia one that i was actually decent at i'm um, joe biden <laughs> i'm joe biden 
but like that one was good because like yeah I, I got some like ridiculous the gta 5 guest which was just like some that ambient noise unbelievable then, it was just a dog barking a in dog the background barking, and i was like that's a gta dog i know that dog or rob had a ship sound and i was like halo and he's like god dang it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah and then like there was the Tim Sweeney interview, which was the first thing that we did, which was like, I was terrified of that interview. Like I was, all, all the interviews that I do, like I have this, like, I can't get rid of it, but it's just like anxious anxiety, fight or flight response to every single interview I do. And that one was really bad. So like going into doing that interview, I was just terrified. It was um, great. I was going to yeah. say, your was anxiety so was bad, but the interview was incredible. Yeah. You got I, to talk like, about the, the ball, but it was incredible. I, I after I do every interview, people, I was like, "How was it?" I'm like, "I ain't got, I ain't got a clue, man," because I was just so like sweating buckets the entire time. But like, they he it was fun. Like Tim Sweeney was way more chilled. I think that's the one time. I think that that interview. What I'm proud of in hindsight is Tim Sweeney and Kim Leverary just looking like humans, like goofing mm. around, talking about Epic, but also like how much they love Popeyes, holding up that weird electric ball thing, and. To, you know just messing around um so that was a lot of fun um and then the other thing that i just like super proud of is the amazing team effort like to get emotional not to get emotional but like the amount of work that people have put into this is unreal like cassidy lucy kind of the effort in kind of putting it all together and arranging that stuff was ridiculous Hyam's done an unbelievable amount of interviews so has kurt um and every single one of them are like bangers and jake has been conducting interviews as well and like working on tech in the background and it's been ridiculous and jean-luc's been helping with him uh, him with that and doing that stuff tay is just like unreal at how good he is at his job um constantly fixing things as they break non-stop um you know richie in every moderate every single stream just you know moderating and shouting out things and then doing highlights and and the social team you know Ashley, Eric, Will, everyone, promo team, Josh, kind of like, you know, getting it all done. It was, it's been a massive effort. Um, Persia did a bunch of stuff and like mm-hmm. she even did a stream for her birthday and raised like $120 and donated all that to, to, to the charity. And it's been like when we came into this, I remember we wanted to show, like Lucy said, that games can be used as a force for good. And I think we did that as a team. Like we didn't, we didn't want it to be just like a half-baked E3 replacement um, because it, we, we all knew that it wasn't going to be an E3 replacement. You can't get those kind of like banging announcements in this day and age, but we wanted to instead try and take that energy and put it into something useful and help the world out a bit. And I, I think I personally feel proud that we did do that. And I think that everyone else should feel proud that we did that. Yeah. I think absolutely that's how everyone feels. A little tired, definitely, but everyone's very, very proud of everything. Dude, especially yeah. also, you two. You guys have done so many live streams. So I can't many. even believe you guys are functioning at this point. It's a also, lot of makeup and a ring light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also want to shout out like a couple of people. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna like say, you know, any anyone's donations are more valuable than ever, but Matt Hawking, Noazik <laughs> Bow, like uh Jay Armstrong, there's a few people who showed up so frequently and like Daniel Moreno, our Discord 
community, just watching and commenting and just like raising awareness. Those folks were, I swear they were in every single stream and some of them are in ridiculous time zones. Brandon Hernandez is another one who was yeah. always in our, our chat, just chatting. Um, just a bunch of people around the clock from our community. And I think this has been really great in connecting our community as well. I think mm -hmm. we can all safely say like the GameSpot community is vast. And to a point when it gets that big, you almost lose touch with them. Like you're not as intimate with them. But this this experience, has, it feels like to me, like we've reconnected with our community in a big way. And we've been able to kind of understand the value of speaking to our, of our you know, readers, viewers, that kind of stuff way more. And we've been given avenues to do it and I encourage to do it again. So that's been mm -hmm. huge. Yeah, just to jump off that quickly, like anyone who's watching now, like we have a GameSpot Discord where there's lots of lots of fans of GameSpot and people who like to play games in there. And if you're interested in joining, you can uh, DM any one of us on Twitter and we'll make sure to get you in because like Tamor was saying, like that has been such a good place for fans and gamers and whatnot to connect over games they like. And it, even this whole play for all stream, it was nice having uh, that group of people there um to watch they were doing watch parties yeah mm -hmm. we were doing that as well Discord, um, which was really cool so if you're watching and you're not part of it yet please please message one of us we'd love to have you in there yeah michael i'm gonna come to you next what have been some of your highlights Oof. oh man because you you have been like on the editorial side holding it down like so many interviews every time i'm in like play for all host slack it's you know you and kurt mostly taking so many interviews and you've been so busy writing stuff up reviewing stuff all at the same time so yeah it's it's been a lot it's been a lot of work but i mean i think that uh it really helped that we can centralize or we were able to centralize like this is the thing that we are working for mm -hmm. uh because it's it's pretty easy to get lost in all of the tasks that you need to do and like keeping up with like embargo shit like mm -hmm. there's just so many yo there is so many moving parts i'm like hitting up matt espinelli on slack like yo can you do me a big solid and check to see if my asana is straight and all that stuff and make sure all these dates are aligned because I mean, like like Tam said, it's it's a team effort, and it, like my experience extends to other people who are also coordinating, chasing down email threads and making sure things are on time, making sure like because I've been doing a lot of developer interviews with Jake and John Luke on the technical side, and we're using different programs. Everyone we're contacting, all these developers we're contacting are like, "Yo, you got a webcam? Is your audio good? Um, like, what time zone you're in? Like, doing the whole remote." interviewing thing i think we were able to get to a point where it was very uh it was almost automatic but getting to that point was was kind of hard and then trying to adjust your own home life to be able to execute that stuff at a serviceable level because like honestly like i was working off a damn webcam for most of the time and uh, i got i got my i have my microphone stacked on four books to make sure it's up to my mouth so it's it's very makeshift but I think that when I look back on the things that we were able to produce, we're still pretty much, I feel like we're still pretty much hitting the same level of content that we would have otherwise. Uh, I think we don't have the big stage. We don't got hundreds of uh, people with passing by foot traffic of E3, but uh, the spirit is still there. And to be a part of that is, is really big because, you know, there's so many people involved and just to be one of them is pretty dope. Uh, yeah. And there's, there's some times I got to while out and do my thing. Like, uh, 
particularly, I think my favorite one was the Yakuza Like a Dragon interview because mm. uh, obviously Yakuza means a lot to me. And then last year I was able to do one on Judgment with uh, Toshiro Nagoshi, but obviously like uh, we weren't able to get him. But I was able to talk about localization with Scott Strickert, who I've been trying to get a hold of for a very long time. I'm in contact with, with him as Yakuza games come out, but to finally have something, I've been talking to him a lot. I'd be like, yo, when we want to do this, uh, talk about localization, make some, make some content out of that because it's so fascinating to me. And then to incorporate that with Play For All was like, yes, I finally did something on it. Uh, so that was, that felt really cool. A game I'm very, very excited about. Uh, that, was, that was probably the highlight of, and, but I've done like so many interviews that the thing too is that you don't just hop on a call and be like, all right, let, let's get to some questions. Like there's a lot of, you don't want to look like a dumbass on, on these videos cause it's going to show. Right. Um, so there's a lot of prep that goes into these interviews, like for games that like I might have touched before, but I didn't necessarily play many hours of, but I need to be able to provide the context, provide the questions that are actually going to give insight rather than like, hey, tell me about the guns that you have in Borderlands 3. Like, there's so much more to that. And then, so the ability to quickly contextualize and understand different games, different genres, weeks on an almost daily basis has been, I'm like, damn, oh, damn, y'all, y'all GameSpot getting your money's worth with me. You know the vibes, uh, but yeah, that's that was it was a ton of fun. That that's like the my favorite thing that I, I like doing that stuff. It's a lot of work uh, that goes into it to like do it well. Um, uh, you want to be better than good. Uh, you want to be great at it, but it takes work to get there. And I feel like all of us who have been putting in the work have been able to reach that level. So it's it's I'm really proud to be a part of that, uh, and I think that's a highlight to me. I mean, we'll talk about uh, some games and specific event moments that mm-hmm. uh that really stuck out to us uh because i got a lot to share but on my end like i think at some point you will, you want to be like proud of the work that you do and this is this is one of those moments where i'm like damn six weeks six weeks is a long ass time <laughs> and, you, and sure you have is. to be you have to be on point because there's like some weeks of slack it's like hey we got this interview we got this 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 lined up we got the stream lined up all right who's willing and ready uh it's always that it was always that uh who's willing and ready to go today tomorrow uh the next day so yes we done did it uh still still some more work to do but you know yeah. what we've kind of reached the we can cru- uh cruise a little bit more now so yeah i wanted Uh, to shout out some donations that we got yeah Yeah, so we have a huge donation from our good friend nawaz iqbal who (gasps) just gave 150 dollars in 19 direct relief thank you so much nawaz um nawaz wrote hey guys just want to thank everyone at GameSpot for all your hard work and putting play for all event together the past six weeks has been so much fun congrats on raising so much money for two incredible causes you love to see it you do love to see it. You truly do. Thank you so much. Um, and more, we've got the, uh, as mentioned before, um, our very own Persia uh, raised $120 and she split that amongst both causes. So $60 towards Black Lives Matter, $60 towards COVID-19 relief. Thank you so much, Persia. Yeah. Um, $10 from Matt Hawking again, Matt. Thank you. Oh my goodness, Matt. Matt you're legend. amazing. And Matt wrote, nice work, everyone. And then our buddy Jake Baldino coming through. Hey. 
$100 from Jake Baldino. Wow. Hey, thank you. Wow. Thank you, Jake. Oh, Holy oh, my goodness. Shout out to Jake from Jake. Jake, Jake is one of the <laughs> nicest people in Seriously. the industry. He is like incredible. He's so talented and humble mm-hmm. and smart. He was on a couple of our streams. Yeah. He, and I, he and I played Portal 2 together. And I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. We're both bad at Portal 2. But honestly, <laughs> it was so much fun. He is one of the nicest guys. And, yeah. Uh, so talented trivia, as well. Trivia winner too. Yeah. Like Very good at trivia. He, he did a, not to plug Jake, uh, but he did a video on um, Batman Begins the other day and it's on yeah, his channel. So it's, it. it's so good. It's so good. And I was like, you're right. You're wrong because Dark Knight is better, but you're right. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so what, what is Jake Baldino doing? He he also, he just gave $200 to COVID, and then I go to the Black Lives Matter page, and he's given $500. Whoa. Jake! Matter. Jake Baldino! See, this is what we were literally just saying. He's the, nice one of the guy. kindest, <laughs> nicest people around. Like, Incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Like wow, just, Jake! He's on. He's on Twitter. Fl- flood him with thank yous. Yeah, he's at Jake Baldino. And go Jake, sub to him. Are, yeah, go yes. on YouTube, well. uh, both on Game Ranks and his personal channel, because yeah. he produces some really great just stuff. And he's also nice. Yeah. Incredible. And also, Nawaz, thank you again, Nawaz Iqbal, one hundred fifty dollars to Black Lives Nawaz. Matter. Also, so Nawaz came through again. So one hundred fifty dollars to each cause. Just what now. Thank you, so Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys so, rule. Yeah. Like that's that's what this. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're it's talking amazing. about. Exactly that. Uh it's been genuinely like I think one of the things that you're always fearful of when you run a charity event is that no one's gonna tune in, no one's gonna donate. But we've had some just you're all incredible eggs, and thank you all for tuning in and donating, and like the money's going to such great causes and I mean originally when we were planning play for all you know it was going to be just COVID relief and then we realized that in good faith we could not run an event if we weren't going to be you know showing support for and raising money for Black Lives Matter and I'm, I'm like that decision came through like unanimously and it was literally the day before wasn't it I yeah think? it was yeah. it was the day before it was um, like yeah. on a Sunday right and yeah. then it started yeah. Monday I was, we were, we were playing Overwatch. I was, I was out protesting. I was, I was in the streets, yo. And I was getting, I was getting down with, uh, so folks were bumping some, uh, Mac Dre and E40 on the streets. So, you know, we, you know, we're, we're trying to square up, uh, against the police out of the streets in Oakland, but you know, we're also going to have a good time. Everyone's wearing masks, uh, too. So we kept it safe, but yeah, I got a Slack message at like nine 30 and said, yo, uh, are you down to be on? Cause I was not scheduled to be on as well. So, uh, but the pivot happened, uh, for good reason. I'm glad it happened and props yeah. to making the shift so fast. Um, but it was also kind of like, uh, like you need to mentally prepare yourself for that, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, it was, on stream was incredible. You guys all killed it. Yeah. It all was, it was, it was so, hard. so well. Yeah. And then we hard. jumped straight into giant bomb and it's like, yeah, that's that's a, another big community that uh, you need to communicate to because then they carry the stream and all that. But uh, I think it was it's for the best, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I hope that there's uh, the larger takeaway is that yes, we were able to support a great cause. Uh, but I said that I said this in the six weeks ago when we launched this thing was that 
um, it's something that needs to keep going, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as much as donations help, uh, that can't be the end. Uh, I guess, I guess I can say, I'll say this now, now that we're on the topic, but, uh, the reason why we're supporting black lives matter and the movement is because, uh, we also want to make people aware that it's not just donations, it's not just money. You need to educate yourselves on these sorts of things. And we've spoke to this many times, but, Keep that in mind as you move as you're moving forward. Uh, be conscious of the systems that are at play, the systemic racism that people face. And if you're not uh, of that group, if you're not black, uh, if you're not uh, like a, that's something that you need to you need to learn. You need to at least learn those mm. about those experiences so you understand. You can sympathize and realize that you know there's a lot more work that needs to be done out on the streets. Uh, there's there's a lot more effort. It doesn't end here, but it's a start. And I'm I, proud to be part of it. And I'm proud to be carrying on that that fight uh, as you know, the best way that I can in my personal life. And I hope that message carries on to everyone else who's been tuning in and uh, donating as well. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this, but like, I feel like this has this whole event and our kind of like collective reaction to it has been like an identity defining moment for GameSpot. Like as, as it currently stands, like we're a team that works for a website that has existed for a really long time. And for a lot of time, that time, like people come in and out, leadership changes, staff members change. And it's almost like a relay race where we pick up where someone left off and carry on moving forward. And over time, the kind of processes and the tone and what we speak about kind of dilutes and becomes one. Like you don't, you don't have an era of, of, you know, this is the era of, you know, this, this type of game spot, that type of game spot. And this felt like a moment where, the team is incredibly diverse. We're incredibly, we try our best to be on top of issues, social issues, racial issues, issues, you know, that are close to our heart. Um, And this felt like the first time where we really kicked open a door and came out and said, this is what this current generation of GameSpot is about. We love video games. We love movies. We love TV. We love entertainment. We love covering that stuff. We love making content around that stuff. But we are also people and we care about the world. We care about our audience. We care about, you know, the issues that people face. And I feel like this is the first time we've actually like stood on a platform and shouted that. So it was crystal clear. And the amazing thing that is like, like Michael, Michael Hyam was saying there, it's the first, it feels like the first step in something that we now feel confident and comfortable in going forward and trying our best to maintain. And the amazing thing about that is we've also had our community respond. Like we've had people who know us and watch our stuff, whether they're in the industry or out the industry, kind of reciprocate that. And that's just such a good feeling, having people like, you know, Jake and Nawaz and Jacob McCaw and various other members of our community, the, you know, there's members from the discord community on site um people who watch streams kind of reciprocate that and say that they agree and they feel good about that it's been so uplifting so as as tired as we all are this has been an incredibly like energizing process as well Mm -hmm. like we feel good about it and like everyone on twitter keeps saying you know keep that energy up going forward this is this is something that what kind of like feels empowering to us because we feel like we can keep the energy up. We've made our stances clear. We've shown that we care about this stuff and we're willing to go the extra mile 
to make sure that others know that we're doing, you know, others know that we, we will support them when they need us. So it, it's maybe it sounds a bit highfalutin and a bit grandiose, but I feel like the last six weeks was when GameSpot became more than just a video games website. It became like a force for, you know, championing voices that need it within video games industry and the world at large beyond just you know, video games. We will step in and do our best to support causes when necessary. And I think that's something that's incredibly proud, we should be incredibly proud of. Yeah, I I, I agree, obviously. Uh, and uh, it's is really nice to, you know, be able to, for example, like, um, you know, I, I, I feel more, I've been shy about certain, saying certain things in the content that I produce. But now it's kind of like, you know what, there's no reason to be shy. Like, whether it was like backlash or whatever, it's like, no, fuck that shit. Like uh, this is, this is only going to work if we use our voices the way we want to. So I think in that regard, moving forward, uh, it's, it's going to be, I guess, more comfortable to be vocal about certain things. I think uh, another thing to keep in mind though, like as the broader games industry, like GameSpot has a space in it. uh, And it's, it's been, it's been wild to call that my job to operate within this space. But I think that the in light of when we started play for all, I think it was, there's also a clear indication that the games wider game space still has a lot of work to do in terms of inclusion uh, and elevating uh, minority voices, black voices, trans voices, uh, and all people who cover all sorts of uh, different backgrounds. Um, like I'm, I'm happy with the progress, um, but of course it's progress. It's not the end point that we want to get mm-hmm. to. So I think that, you know, anyone who operates in this industry needs to be very conscious that if you are not a person of color, that if you are not black, that you will be extra conscious of your place in the industry and how you can include others moving forward. Uh, I'm confident that the wider games industry and us too can continue to improve on that uh, as uh, we move forward. So, you know, it's, it was a wake up call and, you know, I think generally, I think that for our spaces, uh, things are looking up. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. So before we move on to the games, I think there's one more person who we definitely need to hear from voice of God, Eric Tay, uh, how have the last six weeks been for you? What a kind of stressful, I'd imagine, very busy, but like overall, how has the event gone compared to running something like E3? Um, and more importantly, what are you going to do with your time off afterwards, mate? Because you deserve it. Uh, it's honestly been like a blur. And um, I want to take the time to shout out, you know, all of, all of amazing folks on to the panel today and all the folks behind the scene. I can't really say that I did this all myself. You know, obviously, Chastity, Tamor, Lucy, you guys did a lot of planning. Jake did a lot of planning for, you know, the interviews. Um, so thanks to you guys for that. And I also have to give a shout out to John Luke because he was like a kind of like a right-hand man in a way, kind of helped me whenever we did have troubles and I was like losing my mind because you just start losing track of time. I mean, like everyone's kind of losing track of time to some degree just because of COVID, but like where I'm in the same seat every day, I guess. Um, but really grateful and thankful to all of the community, um, all the people who've donated, all the people that have spent time on this. I did tell Chris and Rob before we started this that I, you know, I, I wanted to have an E3 baby, 
so that I could like be like, sorry, y'all, deuces. He came, he came early. So I bartered with my wife and told her that like, I'm going to help them through E3. Well, now play for all because E3 obviously didn't happen. Um, but it's been great. Like grateful to the community. Like you guys said, there's so many highlights and things, but no, I'm just grateful to everyone that we work with. I'm grateful that we have the platform to do what we do. Mm. I'm grateful that my wife is laughing at me in my back, in the background. <laughs> But yeah, thank you to everyone who's donated. Thank you to all the guests who have been on the streams. Thanks for all the communities who have come and joined in with us too, uh, to kind of like merge and bridge communities. You know, last podcast, uh, Brianna White, um, that Red Dead stream was amazing. All the, I had a lot of fun with a lot of the trivia, just like being behind the scenes. I always wanted to answer. I'm like, come on. Thank you for helping me with that. <laughs> I know the answer, guys. I know. Um, but yeah, I don't want to take up too much more time. So just happy that I, I've said this as a joke. I'm happy that it's over, but probably, you know, come next week, we're going to be a little sad that like, you know what, yeah, you know, that great thing we did for six weeks that was tiring and um, all that is now over and it's weird, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it yeah. weirdly, it reminded me of kind of being back in the office a bit more because when we were working from home, you would just meet people, at least talk to people within the, under the context of uh, Zoom meetings right whereas with this you know you get to relax with people and just have a laugh and so it's been really nice and yeah. just chatting with everyone I, John, uh, you mentioned there Jean-Luc but I do want to say like there's so many people like if if any of us you know our, our teammates and colleagues are watching like I'm sure we can't name everyone but it's incredibly appreciated like people like Jean-Luc just toiling away in the background like Ben Janker mm -hmm. saved us on many many occasions like just all the video editors stuff out. all mm -hmm. the video editors like we Max, picked up the interviews afterwards yeah. Max is there like this David, so, Dave David Jewett in the UK Dave Armadi, yeah David Armadi Dave Jewett was there um Chris Morris they did amazing stuff Adam Mason absolutely peaced out ASAP to, to raise a child. <laughs> he had so, a child. Yeah, shout out to him. But then like on the editorial side, Chris Pereira, like helping with all the uh, kind of like uh, editorial appointments and that kind of stuff. Then like the actual editorial team itself, taking the stuff that we're doing and writing stuff around it and then breaking things out, you know, that's, you know, various people, Kevin, mm -hmm. Steve, um, Jordan, Eddie, Eddie you know, Jeremy, every single member of the team, like Chloe on SEO helping out, uh, Chris also doing SEO, Eric, you know, uh, Sam's on social. I already mentioned like Ashley and Will and, Callie. and stuff. Callie doing so much, like Callie's been doing reviews on top of coming into, you know, streams whenever we could get her in. Just an incredible team wide effort that's. Mm. I'm sure we're missing people. There's people who oh, work yeah. in like HR thumbnail crew, like boys. Stuff, the thumbnail crew, <laughs> thumbnail crew, Miranda, Miranda Church, Miranda, Gurk. Yeah, all of them. I mean, that stuff is. It's. I even had to make a thumbnail <laughs> once, yeah. but it's like, it's all. It's an all-encompassing work that every single one of us is contributing to this. We're taking precedence. We're taking a stance on stuff while also doing our normal day jobs. And you know, some of us are not getting lunches, but it's all in part of what it is we're trying to say and do. And as I just want to echo like what everyone said, Michael and, and Tam, that, you know, like it does for me feel uh, like a step in a direction that I did not anticipate would happen working at a place like this. And uh, it's made me more comfortable and aware of where I am and what I can do with this platform and these people who are all on the same page uh, 
fucking great team. I just had to say it. Like, <laughs> you thought about no sweater in that. I know, but I was like, I have I to. I have to. Yeah, I know. It's fine. And plus, it's like a second language to me. You know how hard it is for me to not? I know. I know. It's horrible. I'm a I, haven't sworn in, I haven't sworn in interviews. I've kept it cool there. Proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. We've, we've talked about kind of the cherry side of it. Um, you know, we're not going to go on for too much longer, but I think obviously it's super important to talk about the games that have been announced, you know, the best interviews that we've had. So let's quickly go around the go around the Zoom. Zoom around. Did you just come up with that? I have I have trialed that joke before, but this is the first time I've said it on a live stream. Uh, Let's go around and talk about kind of the big, you know, I think Sony E3 2015 will always be the absolute pinnacle of like, this is like the E3 excitement for me. But I think Sony's summer press conference, you know, the PS5 press conference was hitting those heights for me. I was really excited about that. And it's wild that E3 doesn't exist in a year when new consoles are coming. Uh, obviously we're yet to see you know Ubisoft's going to be on Sunday we've had EA but Microsoft haven't really you know it's their turn next uh closer to the end of the month and so based on what we've seen over the last six weeks or so let's pick out some highlights Chastity I'm going to go to you first uh yeah PS5 was definitely a a big highlight for me um especially just kind of kicking off with Spider-Man Miles Morales I was so excited about that I cannot wait to be Miles and swing around and just have a similar um play style to um the Spider-Man game on PS4 because I loved that game um just I'm really excited to play that and dig into that on PS5 so I I was already gonna get a PS5 so now I'm definitely getting a PS5 um, I also stray the cat game. Um, yes. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm so excited that cats are having a, a year in 2020 with all these game announcements <laughs> and just popping up in trailers. But especially stray um, as playing as a lead character as a oh. cat. Shout out to sushi. What's Shout sushi? Shout out to sushi. Are you sure, is, she a, is, is sushi alive? Like she's <laughs> she's been there for she's, 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 cropped, she's cropped out of my she's cropped out of my frame, but. She's very cozy wozy. Sushi's my cat, by the way. And then throughout almost every live stream and interview, she's been sleeping on the couch right here. So if you can see a little bit of her fur. I see that that foot just like. Yeah. She's real cozy wozy. And then, uh, but yeah, uh, she's been a part of the live streams. A lot of fans have loved her in the chat. So very, happy, right. very happy that she's got fans. But yeah. Sushi's great. And uh, the other highlight for me in terms of game announcements was new Pokemon Snap. Um, thank you, oh Tim, for shooting videos of me um, <laughs> in a Snorlax onesie prepping for Pokemon Snap. I'm yeah, honestly, if, if, it felt inappropriate that I did that save state, but in a way, I'm almost... No, it worked. I'm so glad that <laughs> it it, like that was the, like, I was like, we need to have Chastity in this. Like, I cannot <laughs> not. So I'm so glad you two put that together. If you guys haven't seen that, maybe, maybe I'll try and link that. Uh, it's my pinned tweet. You, you can just check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Chastity's glowing, Twitter. most I- identifying moment. So Thank it's amazing. <laughs> uh, Kit, what about you? Deathloop. Like, I am <laughs> so excited for that game. Like, not only do I absolutely just adore everything Arcane does, but Deathloop was hitting, just from that trailer reveal, hit on this, like, 60s, ultra-violent, funkadelic James Bond thing with some of the coolest, like, characters as, like, front and center I've seen in a video game in a long time. And I already was going to get 
console. I'm like, I'm saving up money to get consoles day one. Like that's, that's important to me, but knowing that's a PS5 exclusive, it was like, I, it's all over. Like, I cannot wait for that game. And then on top of that, being able to interview them was just incredible. So that opportunity, I, I jumped on the opportunity as quickly as possible. And I know Lucy, I, I think everyone here is are huge arcade mm-hmm. fans. So I immediately was like, oh, Lucy's probably going to want to do that because it's the art director of Dishonored, but I'm sure Tam's going to want to. But I'm very, my very, stealthy very, boys. My stealthy <sighs> boys. That's the thing. That interview was at 8 a.m. And I was oh, like, was it early oh, pff, I was ready for and it. And that's the thing. So. You wake up at like four. But no, I, so it's funny you said that. I so. was on it as well. It was like, <clears> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I almost felt kind of, I almost felt kind of guilty. Sorry, Michael. Don't feel guilty. But no, hey, like. You, you, you put in the work, man. You did. You did. Yeah. You did good. I got my arcane interview though. Cause I interviewed Raph Carl Antonio about know, uh, which... weird West. So I'm good. I'm covered for arcane. Mm, still, but yeah, well, it's nonetheless, like I'm so glad that I was able to jump on that and thank you guys for giving me that opportunity to do it. Also, God, there's so much to talk about that odd world reveal. Those are like mm-hmm. odd world and death over the two games I'm most excited about probably from that Sony reveal. Like that was like the crowning thing that happened, I think for all of us, but the moment in which Lucy hands <laughs> a mug through space and time into Tam's hands without like, without any, like, it was so serendipitous. It was so, <laughs> so mind boggling. We gotta pull up the clip. I think we I have prepared a clip. Yeah. Eric, do you I can't, have the clip? I, I think about this daily. And it's like, <laughs> there it is, how, there it is. There it is, look. Oh my God. It's so insane. I can't watch it. I can't watch it without having like a meltdown about how, how that happened. I, I was on that stream and I looked at him like, oh, I, I see what they did. I had uh, no idea. We didn't what it. Like, no, I but that's did the thing. I, I also think I like it's it. a, it's telling of Tam and Lucy's like friendship and all of this that like this like this 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 thing, this, this ominous thing that happened. It's incredible. I love it. So that was like more than, more than any game reveal that blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have to go with cyberpunk having yeah, played man. that game uh, was like, I, I still kind of don't believe that I got to play that game for four hours. And partly it kind of felt like a dream because I was playing it in my house on my PC for like four hours. Like I like, I don't know ate some breakfast and sat down at the computer and just played cyberpunk. And now I can't play cyberpunk. So like it, it's kind of breaking my brain in a sense, but yeah, finally being able to like get hands on with that game, see what the world's about and just kind of explore that world. Like it's strange because I feel like I haven't really developed any thoughts on it yet. Like any, like really, I don't know, I I guess like solid thoughts on the game, but it's because I only played like four of, you know, four hours of a game that could be hundreds, could be like a hundred <laughs> hours or so. So, so it's hard to say in that sense, but like, I don't know, that veil of mystery has finally been lifted and like it, it, it was so cool to play. Definitely like a highlight. And, and two, just like the tech behind it, like using NVIDIA, uh, NVIDIA now, I think is what it's called. GeForce now. <laughs> GeForce now, that's close enough. Yeah, <laughs> Michael knows. Um, like using that was really impressive. I imagine I probably used about 30 gigs in that 30 gigs of data in that like four hours I spent with it. But like still, it, it was super impressive to play a game like that over the cloud. Um, but yeah, there's so much to talk about with Cyberpunk. And we've got a ton of videos about it up right now. So if you're curious about that four hour session, definitely check those out because I know we're we're short on time. But yeah. It, I, it has to be cyberpunk. Definitely check them out. Mm. Michael? Yo, um, so there's like, 
there are a lot of big game reveals and I usually have like tempered expectations. Like I don't get hella hype for things usually unless it's like <laughs> the very specific things. Like if it's not Final Fantasy 14, if it's not Persona, if it's not Yakuza, I'm not jumping out of my seat. Uh, that's not to say I don't like games, but it's just more of like, oh, okay. Uh, it's cool to see that thing. Um, and then so like the, the PS5 reveal was fun. I think I had a lot of fun uh, doing that because uh, Tam and Lucy, my homies, obviously. Uh, but it's also like a an opportunity to kind of deconstruct what we're seeing in games. Like, for example, like Horizon Forbidden West is something that I'm I'm actually excited about. But I'm also like, hey, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with some of the native imagery that you're using. And uh, like being able to kind of express that and kind of uh, think back to my experience with Horizon Zero Dawn, how it relates to what I'm expecting out of Forbidden West. Those are the things that uh, I really enjoy doing and I think that are important when we do talk about these games, uh, especially as we become more conscious of uh, where they come and the things that they're trying to say in them. So that, that is one game that I'm uh, looking forward to uh, because of various perspectives. Uh, but man, when, when, when Atlas dropped, so exa- for example, when Atlas dropped Persona 4 Golden on PC, I lost my f- goddamn mind. Of course, <laughs> of course, I knew beforehand obviously persona 4 is one of my favorite games of all time it was my favorite game of all time until i played persona 5 royal uh so when i got the news beforehand that it was coming to pc i'm like y'all y'all are messing with me (laughs) just just messing with me this this is not real and then it was like oh it's true and here's a code to play it before reveal i'm like i'm sitting there playing p4g on my pc and like tears listening to the soundtrack yo one night when I was uh, like capturing for, cause I did a whole piece on like, how well does it translate to PC? It turns out it translates extremely well. Um, but one night I was just like sitting there. I was like, got like my, I got like an empty bottle of ENJ. I was drinking out this thing and I was just like sitting there uh, listening to signs of love as, as I'm just chilling there with, with Dojima. And I'm like, damn, I can't believe this is, is happening. Of course I got, a, I got a Vita with the game on it, but I'm playing this shit and like, crisp 1080p with anti-aliasing at 120 frames per second boy oh my god yeah nothing like getting excited about a 12 year old game ported to pc because that is my highlight uh game reveal and launch for (laughs) during this play for all um window but i think uh on a more serious note i think that i want to give a shout out to the gorilla collective uh for their black voices in gaming stream Mm. because that was also a a uh a sudden pivot for Guerrilla Collective, in which they took an entire day to highlight black game developers. That was very important because I saw so many things that I didn't even know about. And I tried to keep up with uh, what a lot of independent developers are doing, what a lot of um, BIPOC folks are doing in the game space. But to have a whole stream where it's like, yo, let's just celebrate what we're working on. That was very important. I got to see uh, my friend, my good friend, Davion Gooden, who's working on She Dreams Elsewhere, which is a game that I am absolutely excited about. I saw it at PAX earlier this year before we got locked down. I got to chop it up with him, play his game, and it is right up my alley because it's Persona mixed with Undertale. I've talked about it before, but to see that game like get a platform it deserves and for him to like talk through it was I was like okay this is this is this is dope I like this and also with Gorilla Collective I'll give a special shout out another one to my guy Justin Woodward so mm-hmm. Justin Woodward uh, he runs also the indie mix that we uh, collaborate with every time GDC rolls around every time we go to conventions but Justin Woodward 
he is from my hometown of Southeast San Diego. So we are from the same hood. And when we got to chop it up uh, at GDC a couple years back, I didn't know. And I was like, holy shit, this dude grew up on the same block as me. And he's like out here doing things like Guerrilla Collective, making his own games, doing indie mix. So special shout out to Justin Woodward. Uh, see him running that show. He's, yeah, we, he's, we actually he's the real MVP. Like yeah. I've worked with him for a long time now at E3 yeah. and the indie mix and stuff. And like he is like we, we had one year, I think it was actually last year where uh, when E3 was cracking down on badges like originally i don't even know if i'm allowed to say this but like to get <laughs> independent developers into e3 on our stage we'd have to like have them borrow other people's badges but then at e3 they were checking id last year mm -hmm. and they did it the very day we were finally doing the indie mix so him and i like last minute got in touch with all these people got all these badges printed up and we and every single developer who was lined up to be on our stage ended up being on our stage uh it's something i haven't talked about so it's kind of cool to <laughs> talk about but like yeah it, he was yeah. like mm -hmm. so helpful and all that like he was definitely a big part of that and like just i don't know I, after that i was like i feel like we're a lot closer now after put in work to make i remember that because you were tripping i was like I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah. So shouts out to both of y'all, man, for making when that. We, happen, when we but... started doing Play For All, um, Justin was one of the first people to just hit us up and get on board um, with like the Indemic stuff and the Gorilla Collective stuff. And we kind of uh, partnered with them through Larian and, you know, the Baldur's Gate thing. And it started off with, let's talk about Larian. Um, and then eventually just became the whole like indie, you know, uh, the, the Guerrilla Collective stuff. And he was just like super open, breaking down everything that was going to happen, like moment by moment, like helped us. It's we, we have to often juggle and beg people and really force their hand in giving us assets and that kind of stuff and information. He just like trusts us completely and gave us everything. And, and like, and then he put on their own show and it was just like an impressive like unique show um so like yeah justin one of the like smartest and like hardest working people in the industry huge shout out to him what a guy that's that's wanna, my guy i want to shout out some donations that we got mm -hmm. um so i might have missed this but matt hawking gave another ten dollars and said nice work everyone thank you so much matt thanks man. Uh, nice matt. 555 from anonymous thank you so much anonymous these are for, anonymous. Um, direct relief <laughs> direct relief <laughs> uh, thank you so much and our very own Richie Bracamonte, twenty dollars and sixty nine cents. She says, "Happy to be a part of this team. Happy and proud to be part of this team." Thank you, Richie. You're amazing. Couldn't have done Thank it without you for being Richie. in the chat yeah. all the time. Over on Black Lives Matter, uh, David Trang, another ten dollars. Thank you, David. You've been giving a lot as well. Yes. Thank you so much. Shout Thank out to you, David. David. And Alessandro Barbosa, our very own, fifty dollars yeah. to Black Lives Legend. Matter. Thank you, Alessandro. Thank Alessandro, you, Alessandro. Again, another member of the editorial team that is just been putting in work lately. Little hero. Tom, I'm going to go to you. What have been your kind of gaming highlights? Uh, so Jake covered Cyberpunk and very uh, expertly avoided the fact that he uh, publicly said that he was excited for an anime. Um, so well done to him there. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Yeah. The chat saw that. And I'm like, what about, what about so the Jake, anime? Yeah, anime? Jake officially a weeb, but my highlight has definitely got to be Demon Souls Remaster. Yeah. Um, when I wish that, I could have heard you when that happened. I, I, I wish. Well, I mean, like I Michael and I, Michael and I got it. <laughs> like it was, I, I know. Ch I think Chastity tweeted. It. Like you could hear him like through the walls. I wish. Oh, I wish I could have seen that. that <laughs> it was, was the that weirdest sound. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you said you wouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> but yeah, that was like, I, I had, it's one of those things where, you know, doing what we do, like we start to hear whispers about things. And that was one whisper I heard very, very long time ago. And I was like, I'm going to do my absolute best to avoid any sort of follow-ups about this. And I very carefully avoided what Bluepoint was doing the entire time, knowing that at some point there was a chance of Demon Souls appearing. And then it appeared and I destroyed my hand and screamed and yeah. and like <laughs> it was destroyed my hand because I smacked it on a on a desk because yeah, not for other reasons. Um <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, well, Haim made the Susio face, so I needed to address it. Um, but yeah, that was like unreal, and like it just felt like a game that I like. It, it's it's a game that I really need, like right now, just because Souls games are they have a special place in in my life, and the the purpose they serve is incredibly unique. And you know, as the Maiden in Black says, I need something now so the world can be mended. Um, very good. Well, all right, we're kind of winding down here, but uh, a couple of final shout outs. So we actually have a store that launched uh, this week. I'm bringing it up in that kind of way, because if you buy anything from the store, all proceeds are going to go to Black Lives Matter and to Direct Relief. Um, just wanted to, oh, look at Tay. Look at this switching on the fly. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, we've got some cool stuff in there. Um, we're still raising money. Um, I think we've all said, you know, like, how proud we all are of, for working on this and you know our thanks to everyone who's donated watched the streams participate in streams uh we have an exciting bit of news mm. um i guess from from viacom cbs who is obviously our, our parent company who who wants to announce this one i mean i can i think we can all do it first of all i want to shout out like a couple of people for actually this was something we wanted, we asked for, but like a few people really chased it down to us. Randy, who's our um, editor-in-chief, Randolph Ramsey, really pushed on this. Chris Beaumont, who is, you know, head of video and really pushed on this. And then Ben, um, who was kind of like instrumental in Ben Howard and making sure that we actually managed to make it happen. And what they made happen was like, we asked for um, Viacom CBS to kind of, pitch in some money to, you know, do its part and support us and, and the causes that we're raising money for. And it absolutely has, is donating a total of $100,000 to charities, Ooh. which is an unreal amount. We were, we thought maybe we'd get 10K out of them or something like that. But like, and Ben, I think I, I can comfortable in quoting him. And he was, you know, he said that everyone was at the company was so proud of, you know, the effort that everyone on this team has put in that they wanted to make sure that they were, you know, as, as the internet and as Hayam says, you know, keep their energy going. So a hundred thousand dollars in total, 50,000 going to direct relief and then 50,000 going to black lives matter, which I mean, that alone is a hundred K that we've raised, um, through the generosity of our corporate overlords. But on top of that, you know, between the donations that, um, the, you know, the people, the community and the folks that have been coming on the stream and their communities and then our own, you know, team, teammates and colleagues. And then that's our, their donations are being matched by CBS as well. Uh, Viacom CBS, like I think that's coming to close to 50K as well. So in total, we've ra raised around 50, 150K for both Black Lives Matter and uh, Direct Relief, which is an absolutely ridiculous amount. 
that yeah. we never thought we would do, but we did it. And what what a, an incredible achievement! Hyam's <laughs> got Hyam's <laughs> got the hundred k. <laughs> well, I saw him making that on the fly. <laughs> yeah, we, well played. Uh, we found money. that out in uh, in Slack yesterday, and yeah, yeah I mean, like it, it kind of goes back to what we were saying before: is that we work for a place that's you know having a moment and like drawing a line in the sand and showing where, where it stands. And, you know, obviously all the people that work there and I'm really, yeah, proud to be involved in this whole thing, working with all you guys and chatting with the community. Uh, Like Jake said earlier, please message one of us. I mean, Jake, you and I, Tam, do you have your DMs open? Yep. My DMs are open. DMs are open. Mine are too. About the discord too, actually, is that uh, the mods are starting a game jam yeah mm-hmm. so if that's Super something you're cool. interested in like definitely hit us up about it because it's uh, the, the theme is GameSpot. so <laughs> i didn't we didn't even pick that theme yeah and then i go back and see the theme is GameSpot. i'm like all right yeah, well. awesome. yeah um, it's really cool and um yeah thank you everyone who's been on this i almost said journey with us uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ongoing <laughs> look i of mean course, yeah, it's yeah. ongoing we're, we're not done yet like, yeah. still like we're not done yeah, it's still got, Xbox, like, it's still Ubisoft, it's still Devolver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the donation links are all all remaining yeah. live. So mm-hmm. store link, uh, all the those. Store. Yeah, all of that is going towards the charities until the end of August. So plenty of time uh, if you want to get some sick apparel. I know, Kurt, you got the skateboard, the skate deck. Should I go get it? Yeah. You should because there's yeah. a giant oh, picture of Kurt diving through Tam's floor in the middle of the skateboard. Yeah, it's like crying. <laughs> I'm just crying the entire time. I was like, I, when there I saw that, I was like, Look at that sick skateboard. It's so good. Can't hear anything. Look at that. It's beautiful. Just, just show them the part where you're making Tam cry. Ruining Tam's yeah, right. day. Yeah. Right so there. Here's, there it is. here's me smashing through the floor into <laughs> Tam's room, which is totally messed up because that would imply that I beat him at a video game, which is... <laughs> Not something that can happen. So, I'm also never know. in a flooded bathroom right yeah, now. Yeah, also, Jake, can we Jake talk just... about this for a second? You, you're like sitting and playing a video game with your pants. My, my favorite <laughs> one on this, my favorite one on this is Chastity, who's eating I got an entire chicken. chicken. A whole chicken. I do that. I will go yeah, to the store, also, buy an entire roastery rotisserie chicken and not share it with anybody. But so it's, it's just fast. This is it. Uh, cool. it's legit. I was actually gonna consider trying nice. to skate this, but I don't think I can bring myself to do it. Yeah. Well, no, also because the wheel would go like right through me, so <laughs> put it on uh, your left. Or would it? Uh, no, you're good. I'm all right. Fine. Yeah, um, all right, let's let's kind of wrap this up. Um, thank you to everyone who's been watching and like donating in the chat. Um, it's gonna be weird not kind of finishing videos by saying that anymore, yeah. But yeah. um, you know, you'll know you know where to find us. Let's go around the room. Chastity, I'm at chastity underscore v on Twitter. Uh, Michael, you can find me and all of my bullshit at Michael P Hyam <laughs> um, on Twitter. Uh, my DMs are open, but I have no decision making power whatsoever at Gamespot. So uh, don't come at me with any uh, suggestions. But I'll put in a good word for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kurt and Davina at Kurt underscore and Davina. My DMs are also open. You can message me about whatever your heart desires. Lemon bar recipes. Oh. Uh, that's all, just just message me about that. That's <laughs> just it. Just lemon bar recipes. Yeah, just Jake. give me give me your lemon bar recipes. Jake. 
Uh, you can find me at Jacob Deck, and I am now accepting Last of Us spoilers. I wasn't for a while, but <laughs> people can spoil that game for me now if they want. Tay? No. He's muted. Yeah. Well, he's muted on this one now. He's on Twitter. His Twitter's right there. It's on the screen. It's muted to you guys. Oh. But now it's not anymore. There's too many buttons to click and unmute. Don't worry about me. My DMs are open, but I can't help you with a job. I can help point you to where you could get a job. But no, dude, surprisingly, there has been, if you look at chat a lot, every one of the conference streams I've like replied to people with it, it at least as game because i'm just logged in because i have to turn on the streams that way they always ask how do we get a get how do we get a job i'm like you can go to cbsinteractive.com and look at careers because i can't do anything <laughs> other than for you but i'm just saying that anyway start a youtube channel yeah yeah uh ambitious anyways coming back to lucy i'm i'm out of here <laughs> Tam. uh i'm at tomorrow h you can message me about bloodborne i'm at lucy james games you can message me about Red Dead 2, because I'm all about that. Red Dead Online Life now. Or Overwatch. Or oh, also maybe. just to get an invite to the Discord, which you should, because it's a great yeah. place. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. We will see you tomorrow for Devolver Digital and Sunday for Ubisoft Forwards. And then I think on the 23rd for Xbox. And, you know, we'll be all over we'll the all the time anyway. <clears throat> Bye. Sweet. Oh, snap. Peace. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you.